Love Talk Radio. And everybody should know that's how love goes. It's good for the soul. Oh, I got a long way to go, but it won't stop the pain. No, no. That's the kind of thing that keeps me coming. Things I'm going right, devotion. Someone. 
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Come on in. It's a wonderful day. Got the jam playing in the background. Just groove a little bit while we get it together here. If you're tuning in live on Blog Talk Radio, you can dial 323-870-4375. Press 1 to join. Again, that's 323-870-4375. If you want to email the show, uh, any questions, concerns, or things you want us to talk about, you can email us at... HST at TTLOmedia.net. Again, that's HST at TTLOmedia.net. And of course, you can follow us on all social media platforms, linking us with at Healthy Soul Talk. All right, all one word at Healthy Soul Talk on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, here on Facebook. Again, you're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk show. With your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas, come on in um, in for a very exciting show this evening. I'm always excited to do this show. Um, we get some great feedback um, during and after, so I appreciate you all that that tune in uh, live and, and as well as the replays and you know sending me little little notes right <laughs> thereafter. All right, so if you can share this live. Um, give us a thumbs up, a heart, just to let us know that you're there, and um, we're happy to, to to see that you've joined us. Um, and, of course, you can follow TTLO Media on um, Spotify and iHeartRadio to hear other shows that come on throughout the week. Yes, we have everything you need um, as it relates to uplifting and, and encouraging, educating, right, the great people. All right. How y'all doing? I'm well. Great. I'm, I'm well. I'm well. How about yourself? I'm okay. How's your week been? So, uh, yeah, because it's in. See, now it's like I can ask you that because you're at the end of the week instead of at the beginning of the week. <laughs> now, it may, now it makes sense. I ask you how your week been. <laughs> I, it's been going, right? It's uh-huh. been going. You know, uh, I started this, this this fitness program. Oh, you know I'm still still at you need it. To encourage your producers to start uh, some fitness programs because we well, ain't. I have to be right myself, you know. Okay, because you need and, some encouragement over here. I know I do. Let me not speak for her. <laughs> I need some encouragement. So, so I started a, a no, garden. What you? What's your word? Accoutrement. Uh-oh. I need some accoutrement. Sorry, but I need <laughs> you some, encouragement. I need some encouragement. Don't get that confused. <laughs> right. He, he always have big words. I have to learn how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my goodness! A lot of hard work, a lot of hard work, dedication, commitment, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, I have joined the gardening club and started some indoor seedlings mm. for uh, various tomato plants. Um, I think we have some bok choy growing eggplants. Purple beans, just kind of a variety of things. I think I think for me it's it's outdoor. Whatever lives at this point, we're starting it indoors. Okay, um, you know because that weather right now uh, <laughs> it may not make it. So it's indoor growing now, uh, and they got all these grow lights and you know house full of seedlings. And what y'all growing again? 
So we have various, we have eight different types of tomatoes, um, bok choy, mm-hmm. uh, eggplant, mm-hmm. um, collard greens, In the kale. House. <laughs> what are you over there imagining? I'm just listening. <laughs> you going to ooey? Purple, purple, purple what? Purple beans. Oh, purple beans. Yeah, oh, purple beans. uh, Pat Lewis, she sometimes used to grow that. Oh yeah. Are they beans or peas? What? Okay, they're peas, but you know the stalk of are the beans. You know, continue. So I'm asking, are what are you? So is it a pea or is it a bean that you're producing? Bean peas. No, no, no. You that's not. He doesn't that, even that, like that, beans. That's not gonna work for me. <laughs> so when you when you cook it. It will turn green, so it doesn't stay purple when you cook it. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, and we have a, a few strawberry plants growing. Mm-hmm. I think that's it, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so hopefully, right? I, I uh, take so, care. So of them. you're you're growing stuff, and you're still doing your exercise routine. Yes, I am okay. working out. Uh, you know they they the whole thing is is the the eating habits and working with giving up, you know finding what does not work with your body, mm-hmm. right? And so um, that's hard. It's hard giving up foods that you actually like, but like carbs, right? Not necessarily like the pastas, but like um, um, the sprouted bread. Um, sprouted bread. <laughs> what? What language are you speaking? Sprouted, sprouted bread, uh-huh. where you you use basically the whole grain, you know, um, be it, it's a grain bread. Oh, okay, like a whole grain bread. Yeah, but it it's it's more healthier. Um, it has a lot more fiber than like the whole wheat, the one hundred percent right whole wheat. It's smaller, um, and the texture is quite different. Okay. So you you really have to like understand. For me, the journey has been all foods, right, that are good for you will not taste, right, or feel uh, as it relates to texture, like the foods you know that you love, mm-hmm. right. So my love has to change, mm. which that's where I'm currently at. I think it's that's the slower process of this is we're in a stage of light. Yes. 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 So, so like Easter was okay as far as dinner, um, because <laughs> I only omitted butter. Right. And so they didn't know that I omitted butter. Um, you didn't, you, you didn't tell nobody. No, I didn't tell anybody. And, 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 and then what and happened? They, they consumed it. So right? they, and then, and then when I told them afterwards, like, Hey, did you know that, you know, um, I didn't put butter in. So I'm just curious, <laughs> if you don't mind, what exactly was the dinner? I just want to see what's there. Here we go. Because so, I'm going to tell you what I would have noticed. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you would have. Yes, uh, ma'am. So we had uh, turkey. Okay. Uh, roasted turkey. You, you, you roasted a turkey in the oven? Yes. Okay. With no butter? No, well, you know, I've never roasted a turkey with butter. So you didn't put, so you never. I usually put it. Well, I have a roasting pan that right. I use now, but I usually put it in a bag, the oh. bag, roasting bag. Right, but you don't put, like, butter under the skin or, like, glaze the outside of it with When with I butter. say rarely, I do mean rarely. Like, literally rarely. Because mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. 
So you so okay, so no butt on the outside. Got it. No, no, no butt on the outside. Okay, no butt on the inside. No, no butt on the You can just throw a stick in there just to, to bless the Lord. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Mac and cheese. With no butter. I did not put any butter in the mac and cheese. You can get away with that. You can just put them all in the pan. Go ahead. I'm still here. I'm uh, still I'm still okay. eating. I'm still eating. Uh uh-huh. the butter corn corn on the cob. You just that that's when the fight gonna start. So you serve the corn on the cob on the table. Yes. And with no, the seasoning. It has with some seasoning. seasoning. Yes. And nobody said, Hey Kim, <laughs> where the butter at for my stick of corn? No. Really? No. Mm. We no. ate none of that. Next. Uh, <laughs> so, with it, and so what? Did you have any, or you just wasn't even out? Yeah, we had out? any because I. So here's the thing. Okay, right come now, on. I uh, when I do recipes, mm-hmm. and, and this is where my my true discipline comes in at. Mm-hmm. So I use this app um, that allows me to create the recipes and know what the calories are mm-hmm. right? based on you know this work that I put in mm-hmm. measurements. Mm-hmm. So the the the, the yams. Right, sweet potatoes and yams. Right. Pause. You made sweet potatoes. Yeah, I did. I did. In the in the pot. In the, let me sit up for this. In the pot, like or in the oven. However, you they was like cut or baked or what? I just go oh, ahead. So, so we trying to see it, if you're gonna be invited. Cut it up. So listen, uh-huh. I did use butter, but I only used um so like it was a half stick. Uh-huh. Right? And so uh, this is what I do with that. So I do the brown sugar. I usually do a fresh orange uh, to make this, this uh, you know, glaze. So regular sugar, brown sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, all that stuff. And I make it and I mix it up. So I did not, so I usually use, used to use the whole stick. You used a half a stick. I used a half stick. God was pleased. Okay. <laughs> so that was that. <laughs> uh-huh. And I also measured the sugar, right? So it was one and one. Uh-huh. One cup, one cup of each. So so it was not as sweet as uh-huh. we would normally have it. it okay. Very But nobody no it, did nobody get up and say I ain't eating. What? No. Okay. Uh All right. so we enhanced the flavor, right, mm-hmm. and cut out a large portion of number one, the calories and the fat. I'm trying to think what else did we have? Um Oh, we had mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I did not put any butter in the mashed potatoes. So you had <laughs> I'll tell you, sweet potatoes <laughs> and you had mashed it potatoes yes. with no butter. No butter. Mm. Sweet potatoes had butter, but not the, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. white mashed potatoes. Mm. I used uh, milk mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously salt and okay. that was it. Okay. And and I um so you know, usually we mash. Mhm. I use the um you know, mixer. The hand mixer. Hand mixer. Oh, okay. To, you know, to, it up a to whip bit. them. Yes. Oh, okay. You was trying to get KFC mashed potatoes. All right. <laughs> I understand. Right. So that that was the tip they gave okay. if you're if you weren't going to use butter. Was those Lutheran mashed potatoes. Lutheran yeah, they were really good. They were they were Lutheran, maybe Presbyterian, but I understand. <laughs> they sure wasn't cold, you go sanctified. So it was a hit, right? It uh, was it was a hit. Okay, right. Well, and, look at the we, Lord. We did a peach cobbler. Who did the peach cobbler? I did. Oh, and and you gonna tell me no butter was in the peach cobbler? And you know you ain't you can't even fix your mouth to say that. I know right now you've been a little you. you, you 
Let me, I, I did. I, I ain't finna go. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear. Huh? I, I used. Mm-hmm. I did use a whole stick of butter. Just a stick? How was it? Just it must have been a little pan. No, it was the big pan. The regular size pan? Yeah, like the the the, 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 little, silver, the little baby trough. Yeah. Yeah. And you put one? Yes. And the rest was, you know, the the substance of the peaches and the substance of the peaches. Substance of the peaches. The sugar. The heavy the syrup. So usually not heavy using syrup. No, we use what you do. We use peaches and that with no sugar we with no sugar added. Okay, so no so just the regular right, fresh out no no extra sugar added to the peaches, right? Right. So they have in juice or, or heavy you, syrup or light syrup, but this was no sugar added. Okay. So was there any – did you pour – what did you do with the juice from the peaches in the can? I only used a couple of cans with the juice. Well, put a couple of cans. So you actually used the juice from the peaches? Just – so I did like six cans. Uh-huh. Two. Of the juices. Of the juices. Oh. Oh. This is a light diabetical. <laughs> this wasn't even diabetical. This is almost sound healthy. <laughs> This is your this, skinny girl. This, this is, so so this was a so we had Lutheran mashed potatoes. Your skinny girl. Peacock. And and um we and and we had and uh uh who was the other people? And we had uh Episcopalian uh peach cobbler. All right. No, no, no. Huh? Look, I told you what it was. What? It's skinny girl. Skinny girl peach cobbler. You it showing was, the it was pilgrim. Roll. That's Presbyterian. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. As long as we know what we do. Lord have mercy. Y'all the, are the, funny. The the uh the pilgrims would have been pleased. They would have loved. But you know what home. I I found out even with what I did. Mm-hmm. Some of those dishes like the mac and cheese mm-hmm. was still high calorie content. Well, because of the pasta. Yeah, and one. the cheese. And the cheese. Right. And so, just I think just going through that experience and saying, wow. You mm-hmm. know, think about if you if you cook, but you way. felt better about what you were eating. You didn't yeah, you it, didn't feel like you were like nah. doing damage. So there you go. So it's yeah. twofold. Yeah, I'm not. You know. Yeah, but I could I couldn't eat, so I I gained some pounds back because that sh- shouldn't have been part of my quote unquote mm-hmm. diet thereafter. Right. Got it. But when you cook like that, obviously you cook you know, leftovers and, you know. So stuff. you ate on Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And, and possibly Tuesday. That, yeah. Uh-huh. And, so, so, and if it was peach cobbler left on Wednesday. Yeah, it's not, you know, we just had to toss out there. Cause well, yeah, because, you know, after cake. where Presbyterian, uh, it was if, if that uh, Episcopalian peach cobbler lasted a long time. <laughs> right, plenty of it left. Because had it been, had really? it been cogent really? Really? or apostolic <laughs> or Baptist peach cobbler, You'd have, you wouldn't have had nothing to worry about on Tuesday. I don't even see no glistening in there. No, <laughs> the, 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 no anointing. Oh my no anointing goodness. at all. That's that Martin Luther. Don't do that. It was well, you know, and, and again. White Martin or Black Martin? Martin Luther. <laughs> you, you, you didn't hear me give no last name. Martin Luther. The one who wrote on Lutherism. Oh who started the movement. Listen. Yes, come on. It, it was. I told you, you have to get used to a different flavor of things. Mm. So, so you know, I do a lot of roasting vegetables right now. Okay, that's nothing wrong with roasted uh, vegetables. I'm good on roasted vegetables. 
You you only know five. I'm dishes. good. You roast some peppers and some mushrooms Mush and, and onions and, and, yeah. and bell peppers. Yeah, you're good. I'm yeah. good on that. Yeah. So, so I'm with you. And just like, um, so, so as far as like onions, I've mm-hmm. learned how to make uh, low calorie uh, fried onions, onion rings, right? That's done in the oven. So it just, it took me a little <laughs> A lot of so can we can we just establish something though? I'm I'm with you. Yes, I'm with yes. You. But if it's in the oven, it's not fried. Let's just be clear. Oven fried no. onion ring. The, the frying, fry, those you, ingredients. Frying, frying uh, gives the the uh, inclination. I like that word. Frying <laughs> gives the inclination that there has been something fried in hot oil. <laughs> But that's an illusion. No, it's right? not an illusion. If, if you put it in the oven, it gets crispy. You use your, your breadcrumbs. You baked it. Egg batter. Anything right? in the oven is considered you baked. Put it, you put it on 450 or 475 to get that crisp, fried, right, texture and flavor. Dr. Thomas, I'm going to speak to you from a professional <laughs> standpoint. <laughs> wanna... You don't think uh, uh, Pastor Washington would have... <laughs> You are not. <laughs> just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. But this ain't just for you. There might be somebody listening who agreeing with you right now. And I want to make sure that we don't allow you to get away with this on the airway. On the, on, in the words of my good friend, Dr. Michael Bernard Anderson, over the ether wave. Uh, frying. The word itself, the very definition of the word means to cook in hot fat or oil. Fat oil, not avocado Hot, oil or fat or oil. Now I don't care what kind of oil it is. If it's av- if you if it's an avocado oil, but if it's if the if the if the grease met up with three hundred and fifty degrees, that's fried. Okay. Oven is baked. What if you just spray the bottom of the pan? And- spray it with what? Oil. What you rub it with? Rub it with what? A very thin layer of grapeseed oil or. And then put it in the oven. Yes. That's baking. You're oh. baking. You You're saying? baking. <laughs> I think you need to stop. <laughs> I just want to help the people today. I don't want nobody to leave here saying they lying on this on over these etherways. Oh my goodness. You're baking. So we so oven fried is just the illusion. Huh? The you know we, we oven the, baked. Because <laughs> you can do oven fried chicken. <sighs> That's not fried chicken. It's not fried chicken. You, you, you ain't talking to me. I, I know. I'm understanding. All right. I'm looking at you for a man. Hell. <laughs> you ain't already put up. You ain't put our business out here on the street talking about we need to exercise and everything. But you, but you. Okay, so you want some oven baked chicken? I don't want no oven baked chicken. You want some oven baked French fries? No, I don't. Those are so the good. Onion rings. How would you do an onion ring like that? They ain't do nothing to you. Because <laughs> even the onion, onion rings that you get from the frozen ones from Orida yeah. have been fried and frozen. Now, if you put that them in the true. oven, they have been pre-fried. That, that is don't true. count. That is true. That don't count, Jesus. That's why you do your own. But then you're putting right? them in batter. Well, not batter. There's this. If I didn't, it ain't fried. We, 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 we can move Wait, on. So you, <laughs> it's your show. You, you won't let this man cut you off like that? That's me instigating. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of? Oh, my God. You know. Rooted, tootie, fresh, this, and fruity stuff as you this, talking this, about it here. This is, 
this is why I have to adjust, still have to adjust so that these pounds come off a little bit faster. Okay. All right. So, so I, I'm, I'm happy you know, for pray, you in the pray, poundage. I'm happy. Pray for me as we, we go into this next, you know, round two uh, of, you know, the exercise is working out, right? So I feel the strength there. Mm-hmm. You know, real, real, real talk there. You feel your health there. I eat. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so now it's like, okay, you know, if you want to do some things, you know, on the outside, you got to watch that, what you intend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there, there we go. There we go. That's okay. wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> you just wait till I start. We're going to have kale salad, uh, collard. Collard, collard what? Sauteed collard. Sauteed collard. collard. See, first of all, the way you're saying it is a problem for me. Collard. What happened to the S on the collards greens? Really, really. Okay, let me. You put an S on the green. Collard greens. But you just said sauteed collard. Collard what? Sound like this is going to be one leaf. <laughs> In my spirit. That's what I felt. In too. my spirit. One wilted. Sound like that made me one wilted this. leaf. <laughs> And you, better not, you better not cook that down too fast. And it probably even got no salted pork, but you put turkey. Shrimp. Wait a minute. You could do shrimp, right? You could do um, like the chicken breast, right? Or you could do another vegetable. Are any of Dr. Thomas's children watching? Y'all should call in and tell us what y'all think about this. But the oldest girl don't cook. I bet you she don't want no collard. She, she's I'm talking she, about here. It, here you go, right? Here's your, here's your piece. Your one, here's your collar. Everybody gets a collar. You get a collar. You get a collar. You get a collar. Oh my goodness! That's what you're doing. Stop. Listen, huh? No. You sure? We well, for me, I I do measure out. So if it calls for one cup of collard greens, then that's all I give myself. Okay. Right. One collar. Spinach. Right. I. So in other words, now mm-hmm. I have to decide no no more than the serving size, right? So if a serving size of a specific dish, mm-hmm. right, it mm-hmm. is, you know, let's just say two cups and it's 600 calories. If I don't want to spend my 600 calories, right, mm-hmm. in that one dish, then yes. I break it, you know, in half. That's right? fine. Measure it out. So that's, that's that concept of, you know, trying to be disciplined. Are you using a, and I know we've been talking about this for a while, but are we, are you using like uh, Mrs. Dash or any of those yeah. seasonings so to get away from like the salt, sodium and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. That okay, well, that's good. Pink, pink, um, pink, pink sea salt? Yes. Pink sea salt is pink excellent. So, so yeah, a lot of, you know, garlic and other herbs that I use. That's what she's talking about. Herbs. Well, she's going herbs, herbs now. Herbs. She's an herb girl. <laughs> <laughs> Call in now, place your order. Oh my God! Put some purple. Purple, yeah. They like purple. <laughs> no, that purple derp. That ain't what you're growing. Sage plant. We have sage, parsley, cilantro. Help and us, Jesus. Don't, don't say something about the sage. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't got nothing to say. I, lo- I love <laughs> sage flavor. You, oh, you, it's in in my dressing. Or you could do it on um Mm-mm. like chicken or you know, sage. Okay. Don't go on chicken. But not to wash your home. <laughs> you to consume it, right? Okay, right. All right, but here we go. On my turkey. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Go. Yes. There we go. 
Bless the Lord. So, so as, as I as I learn and, and I see the results I need to see, that's that's when I'm going to start checking in on once I figure out this absolutely works for me and my body. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And a lot of water. I think the program calls for uh, 128 ounces a day. So the kids eat the way you eat? Surprisingly so. Well, it's with a little mod- modification, right? So, so I don't eat a lot of cheese. Right, but I know if we do like the turkey sandwiches, or I make a lot of sandwiches because they're in school, mm-hmm. read them, so I add cheese to their sandwich. Mm-hmm. Right, and I may do a wrap, you know, the low carb wrap. Mm-hmm. So some modifications I still do, but as far as like the roasted chicken and um, other stuff, they're pretty open to it, right? Because okay. I have to cook more, you know, I, I truly have to cook more um, to to refrain from dining out. Right. I understand. So a lot of stuff is pre like meal prep. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That's me. That's where I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So so we ready yes. to get into this spiritual connect point? All right. As usual, mm-hmm. this is all. Um, this is about me. You know what I what I think about or have thought about and still you know um, defining. Okay. Um, how I look at it or how I implement it, right? So mm-hmm. um, I put this question out there. Mm-hmm. How do you really enjoy reading the Bible? Now, growing up, I, I did used to be fascinated with hearing um, ministers, pastors, right? Um, when they preach, mm-hmm. they, they make the Bible sound so intriguing. Like, mm-hmm. what happened? Right. And, and so then as I got older and, and, <laughs> and I started reading the Bible, like mm-hmm. in my teens and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, where are they getting these stories from? Like, I don't <laughs> I don't read it like they, you know, they talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK. And so it was a big turn off, you know, um, trying to at least for me. Right. When you say how then did I get older in reading the Bible became like a task and sometimes um because it wasn't a book that that i don't want to say wasn't exciting to me but it just didn't spark this journey it's okay so it wasn't exciting to you at the time you know because Mm -hmm. i didn't i did i could not i could not relate see the stories you know i couldn't read these passages and like now what's going on here Mm -hmm. you know what was happening with you know the people especially in the the old testament Mm mm-hmm but the Old Testament had the most acts. I think the only thing I understood was the wrath of God. And I was like, that's messed up. <laughs> okay. Right? And you, so. Uh, you like the plagues and the locusts. That was just, and then I was like, is this real? The frogs. You know. Right. That's what you uh, was liking. Uh, and, the, and the sea turned red. That's yes. what, yeah, you, yeah, you was all into that. Okay. But, but you know, and that for me, a long time, for a long time, I had to understand that that, that was real. Mm-hmm. Right, you you know what I'm saying? Because I I wasn't connecting it still, right? Versus <clears throat> what what God was doing, okay, you know, back in that time. So, I <clears throat> right now I'm I'm still really trying to be consistent with reading the Bible from the perspective of enjoying what I read, not just to enhance and read, you know, who God is and um how to, you know, live out the word. But I do want to understand the writers, right? I do want to understand 
how how you know things evolved and, and transpired. Mm-hmm. So that so I can connect. You know, I, I'm all for sitting under teachings, right? But I I for me, I'm still trying to figure out how do I read the Bible and enjoy it enough to pull the stories out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, there was an article that I started to read because I was like, okay, what is that? What am I really asking here? Okay. <clears throat> and it's, it's just two that I pulled out that I say resonated with me because that's where I've been trying to grow, right? Okay. And, and the uh, first one was develop a real interest as you read a portion of scripture, right? Mm. And so, so like, I, I listened to a video by... Um, Priscilla Shire. Okay. And she had these five five points to do, um, five steps to do when you read scripture okay. or passage. And I promise you, I started doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way she 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 made it come to life was okay. Number one, place yourself there. Number two, make sure you're in the right mindset. Right, it's a quiet space to mm-hmm. think, all that good stuff. Ask yourself the question. Right, what is God trying to say here? and or do mm-hmm. right and so she had these questions there and so i do believe that like even to that point of you know how do you develop a real interest as you read the bible right mm-hmm. and that's personalized and then the other one i picked out was practice reality reading right and here they explain just a little bit here um where it says that when scripture says that you know jesus walked to caponium or nazareth or name yet this is exactly what happened Right. Or when it says that Jesus was in a boat on the Sea of Galilee or that he talked to a Samaritan woman, that it happened. Right. And mm-hmm. and I think that um, this is just me. I've really had to learn. Um, how do I say, you know, the Bible is full of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, stories. Right. By the writers. And but they also have real events. Right. That yeah. Actually. And for a long time, I couldn't really distinguish that part. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I think I appreciate it where it says, okay, you have to ask for discernment. You have to actually read with an open mind. Yes. Right. That, 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 you know, these are accurate things. This is real. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is part of the historical involvement of mankind. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I, I know somebody, cause I hear that a lot. Like, you know, Oh, you know, reading the, it's a lot. Right. Or when people say, I'm going to read the entire Bible this year. Right. Hey, hey, Betty. Uh, thank you for tuning in here. Um, I, I, it, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. right? It's a struggle to really, um, for me, how do you encourage somebody to enjoy reading the Bible? Like, mm-hmm. what's, what's the, what's that, oh, right, to, to the appreciation or how do you get excited about reading the Bible? Right. Okay. So that was my question. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Like, how do you? So. So you you asked you asked the question, um, how do you? And I know you mentioned you mentioned some article uh, you gave us. What what was the point you mentioned again? Develop a what interest? Uh, develop a real interest uh-huh. as you read a portion of the Bible, and it just said you know, um, it just some people complain that their reading is dry and boring, mm. uh, but they say okay. it doesn't have to be this way. It says you know, develop a, a captivating interest in what you are reading. So okay. ask yourself. Gotcha. Why did Peter? Why did Peter deny Jesus in this passage? Okay. Why did the Pharisees react the okay. way they did? You know, okay. and I never looked at it that way because for me it was just you need to read it because that's what Christians do. Right, right, and and that and that's and and that is what I would like to call um, 
uh, for lack of, I can't say that, uh, because we talk about the Bible. So poor teaching. <laughs> okay. I'll call that poor teaching. Inadequate. To, 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 to tell people, no, I'm going to say, well, you say inadequate. <laughs> uh, poor, I call it poor teaching when, okay. you, when we tell people because that's what Christians do. That's like the easy way out. That's because, mm. and people who say that don't have a legitimate answer for you. Got it. So to say that that's just what Christians do, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that, that's almost like, you know, that, that's, that's in the same context of someone saying, well, that's just how he or she is. That, you're excusing it. You're not giving me, a, you're not telling me why. Yes. You're just saying, yeah. that's, what, that's why he or she is. So in the same context with the Bible, we can't say that's just what Christians do because truth be told, there are a lot of Christians who don't read the Bible like they should. Mm. So we can't say that's just what Christians do. Okay. Right. Okay. But um, how to enjoy it was your question or, or, or why should we enjoy it? No, the how, like how, how do you really enjoy reading the Bible? It's like those steps. It right? starts with prayer. Okay. What's it's, the prayer? It starts with prayer. What do you think the prayer? What, so if I pray, mm-hmm. right. Cause that's true. It says, you know, pray, Right. Pray that God, you know, reveals to you what he wants you to get out of That's the it. passage. Right. Pray, pray for understanding. Yes. And pray for the uh, and pray for pray for understanding and how to process it. Should you pray? Always. That that that. <laughs> Go ahead. Should you pray that God makes make it exciting to read? No. No. You don't have to. Because if you pray oh, stay for, awake? No, because if you pray for understanding, then the aside, everything else will come. All right. Okay. So you're you're praying right. first you're praying first for understanding. For understanding. So if you're praying for understanding, then you'll understand why David was the the type of worshiper that he was. Mm. If you pray for understanding, you'll you'll understand the humanity of Peter denying Christ. Got it. If you pray for understanding, if you pray for understanding, you'll understand even as God being Jesus, how he had a human moment in the garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Because they, he was having a human moment when he said, if, uh, uh, Lord, is there another way? Do we have yeah. another option? Yeah. So, so when you pray, because otherwise you'll miss it and mm. you never want to take out the humanity pieces of it. See, a lot of times we, we read the Bible and we get caught up in the big miracle, like, you know, the plagues and the, and, and, and the you know, writing of the 10 commandments and walking on the water, but we miss out on, the parts that made those people's journeys so important. I agree. So you ask, so, so you pray for, you pray for the understanding. Thank you. Sister Pitt said for knowledge and understanding wisdom. So you pray for that um, when you, when you start. And then after that, after that, the next way you're going to enjoy it will be, it's the version you pick. Okay. So okay. you got, you got, you got, okay. you got to, and this is why I tell people all the time, this is why in this digital age, it's so much easier for people now, because before you had to go to the bookstore, you know, you had to go to the Christian bookstore because mm-hmm. you only, because you only could find one or two versions of the Bible in borders back in the day. So now you had to go to the, so now you can go online and you can download as many versions as you like. And so of course you start with the King James, but then you say, okay, well, what does the, what does, what do these easy to read yeah. translations say? Now you want to get a translation Bible that that does not take away from the the intent or the context of the word. Mm-hmm. So you want to go with Bibles like the 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 um what is it the the New Living Translation. I like that. The NLT. Right? I like that. One. Uh, the New King James doesn't have as many this thus thousand therefore with in it. 
Okay. Right? Uh, there is uh, the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the ESV, the English Standard Version. Then there's the, uh, um, uh, what is it? Then, of course, there's the Message Bible, which makes it extremely plain, and it almost makes you feel like you're talking to some, having a regular conversation when Can you I, read it. You know what? I appreciate the Message Bible, mm-hmm. but so, so but, the Bible, Bible Gateway. Yeah. Okay. Bible Gateway. So right there, you know, you could just click away. Click away. <laughs> All day. With, with the trends. Mm-hmm. I just, and this is just me. Go ahead. So, so I do the uh, New Living. Mm-hmm. NLT. Uh-huh. And that's the one, uh, another one too, mm-hmm. right below that one. Um, but the message, I noticed that the Message Bible has more, um, more content, right? For, for verses. So for instance, if I read a verse in the King James, mm-hmm. it may have, let's just say two to three mm-hmm. right sentences. Mm-hmm. And as I progress through, you know, um, the different versions, mm-hmm. the message Bible has a lot more content, mm-hmm. right. Uh, for those verses. And so I'm in it's, it's just, it makes me. you leery, not leery as much as it loses me. Oh, right. And in, in, just in terms of, I have to go back and read, uh, it's almost like I need to, the both passages there. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but mm-hmm. this for me, I just found like, when I do the the um the the NIV right, mm-hmm, then I go mm-hmm. to the you know um NLV right, New Living Trend, whatever that is right, I, it's there right. I don't right. have to go go back and forth, but I noticed that like the newer right, the Message Bible, and it's an amplified one out mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Those have way more content for me, and it's like okay, hold on, I got lost somewhere mm-hmm. right, so I have to go back, and that's when I have to discern like. Okay, do, do I get all of that out of the scriptures and what I've just read in a different translation? I'm glad you said what you said. So let me help you. Yeah, help the, me. The purpose no, of the me, Message Sonny. Bible is really for the new believer or the new, uh, or 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 you because know, and I say new believer because or or new convert okay. because the Message Bible gives you try what the Message Bible attempts to do is to contextualize everything. Okay, that so makes sense. So for those okay. who are already believers, a lot of context we don't need to, you don't need to break it down as much. Okay. Right? Uh, um, when, 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 so I'll give you the example. Uh, David, there, there's, there's a statement that gets used all the time in church where it says, I will look to the hills mm-hmm. from what's coming my help. Right? Okay. I will look to the hills from what's coming my help. And that, uh, that comes from Psalm, what is it? Uh, what is it that? Psalm 121, right? Okay. Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. We've, that, we've heard it all the time. I look to the hills. We've heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to the Message Bible and you look at the same exact scripture, what we end up finding is that because the Bible did not have, um, what do we call it? Um, uh Exclamation points and periods. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what's the? Did y'all help me? Because I'm slow right now. The grammar. What like, are they called? Punctuation. punctuation. Okay. okay. Because the Bible did not. There was no proper punctuation. Thank you. <laughs> because there was no proper punctuation, what we what we did not notice is if you look at the original text, David was saying David was asking a question. Right. He was asking a question when he says. Because what it, what it is, he was asking a rhetorical question. What he was really saying is, will I look to the hills? And he was like, no, my help comes from God. Because there were people who believed at the time that, the, that God was only a God of the mountains. Got it. So that's why he says, okay. will I look to the hills? 
mm-hmm. for my help? And then he says, he answers his own question. He turns around and says, no, my help comes from the Lord. So when you read the King James Version, you don't get that. Mm-hmm. You don't get that mm-hmm. because, because, it's, because David is actually asking a question. So some people, a lot of times, and this is where scripture gets misquoted, they'll say, I, 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 ooh, I'm just going to look to the hills. No, no, we're not looking to the hills because that's not what David was saying. So we have to be careful. <laughs> you know, hey, you asked me, you know, so I, I get a little preachy sometimes. But we have to be careful. We have to be careful with, to, to recognize what was being said and in what context it was being put in. So when David says that, and again, that's Psalm 121, mm-hmm. when he says, I look up to the, the message Bible says it like this, I look up to the mountains, does my strength come from the mountains? Mm-hmm. And then he answers, no, my strength comes from God who made the heavens and the earth and the mountains. But then if you go back and look at it again mm-hmm. in the King James Version, real quick, if we jump back to King James, real quick, King James says it. You know, he, has, he, he puts it back the other way. King James just says, uh, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help come from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. See? So you're missing something there. So we need, you, would take, you, need, you would need to take its entirety. Unless you're studying the Bible. Right. You would have to take it for its, you'd have to take the entirety of it. Correct. So what the Message Bible the does. Yes. The first part. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you changed the meaning, and that's not, and that was never David's intent. David was saying, he's saying, "Will I look to the hill?" And David says, "No, my help comes from the Lord who made the doggone hill." That's the Dana version. I ain't looking up there. Why well, I'm gonna look up there? See, again, to answer your original question, how to enjoy it? It's by choosing a great version. So you're always good to go with. Uh, something that's closer to the original text, which is King James, and then break it and then find you a Bible that you can use. And study Bibles are great. Whatever Bible you get, it should always, you should always have a study Bible as an accompaniment to that. And, and so, so this evening we're talking about self-help books. But, yes. But I, I, I have started, mm-hmm. um, and this is just me, you know, mm-hmm. in, in how I had to be, was not focused on reading an entire chapter, mm. right? Um, just for the sake of, you know, mm-hmm. my due diligence. But I've, I've really, you know, that article also went on to just give insight into, you know, find something that resonates with you, right, in mm-hmm. life, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going through something and you want to know what the Bible says about it, right, mm-hmm. read it, you know, study it. And, and it is not just reading. I, you know, it's now in my this stage of my life where, you know, when you read the word, you have to have a pen and paper there. You should. Um, like, you, you know, like there, <laughs> you have to have a pen and paper there because you need to write down your thoughts. You need to ask yourself, OK, what what is God saying to me right now? What's my plan moving forward? How am I supposed to apply this right to my that's me? And, and until I started doing that, right, mm-hmm. Um you know, I see a a, a, a significant difference, mm-hmm. right, in how I see things in life, right, how I'm remembering. Isn't that what you had to do when you were in school, though? You know, when I was learning? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, and, and the thing is, though, We like, forget that. We, we, as adults. <laughs> right. And, and, and it's, it's weird because 
you know, this is warfare, spiritual warfare, where mm-hmm. when you sit down and try to read and actually get what God is trying to give you, mm-hmm. all kind of distractions. Absolutely. Right? And so it's like, you know, you have to, you know, I, when I say last week, I forced myself, right? I, I forced myself to find time, right? And in, in, in my accountability is, mm-hmm. the, so my, my study has been like after 10 p.m. Sometimes it's been midnight. Sound normal to me. Because that, that's when the whole house is down, uh-huh. right? Like literally, mm-hmm. no, come do nothing for me, mm-hmm. right? And, and so I just got to that point, though, because I was trying to do five, ten, you know, minutes here and there, and I wasn't getting what mm-hmm. I needed, especially mm-hmm. as I started, you know, getting really into life and going through things. So, you know, for me, it's like I have to remind myself that the Bible is not a task, right, mm-hmm. to read it. You should enjoy. You should have emotions, right? You should use it to say, "Okay, God, am I being true to you, right? Mm-hmm. What, what am I asking you? You know, what, what your will is for me? Am I living in your will? Am I doing? Am I obeying you, that's right? Um, so, so that's kind of where I was with it. Is you know, um, how when it's, how do you really enjoy reading the Bible? Is just what for me? What appreciation do you have for it in the first place? The last thing I would give you is sharing what you've read Mm. so Mm. so that's and that's the purpose of that's the purpose of small groups right yeah so there is there is bible study right where there's a subject and somebody's teaching and y'all sitting there and if you choose to chime in you can Mm -hmm. but in small groups small groups are normally geared toward um we're going to read the first uh chapter of whatever and then bring that to Bring that to uh, uh, bring that to uh, the group, and yeah. everybody said, "Well, what did you get out of this?" And when you read it, what were you going through? How many? Mm-hmm. And, just, and, you, and what you just said, if you were to say that in a small group, do you know how many people? Let's say it was ten people in the room, mm-hmm. or fifteen people in the room, and you said, "What about all the distractions that come up when you're trying to hear from God?" Everybody in that room would probably be like, "Girl, you know you ain't lying." <laughs> Because everybody would have been saying, every time I get ready yeah. to read, yeah. the other comment you made before, about it being exciting, or you said, so I don't fall asleep. Yeah. How many people, other people in the room would say, every time I try to read the Bible, I end up falling asleep. Yeah. So it's yeah. all about how you position yourself and what expectations you have. If you share with some people who have mm. the same hunger, because mm. people, don't, people don't come to small group just to come to small group. People come to small group because they're hungry. So if you're in a group of people who have the same hunger that you do to want to, to want to know what his will is for you, when you start making those simple comments, it's that regular conversation. It ain't, girl, let me tell you what I'm going to prophesy to you. It ain't that. Right. It's you simply right. saying, I right. read this, and, and, I, and I've never read it like this before. Right. And this is, what, this is what I felt when I read it. This is what I felt God was telling me. And somebody else might say, I felt that and this. See, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I, you know that for me, um, and that has nothing to do with how long you've been in church. Not at right? all. You know, not it, at all. Because that there's a first of all, there's a real hunger now to just figure out what's going on That's right good. in the world today. But you know, I also feel like you know um, when you say those small groups, mm-hmm. we we we're on the same page with what we're doing. You mm-hmm. know, so I appreciate those small groups who allow you to talk about what you got from it and not dictate or yeah. try to guide, right? Yeah. What you should be, you know, getting from that. And, and so, yeah, I sit at the table. Like, I can't even, I can't lay down, 
like mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and try to read. I, I stopped that because that was pointless, and I always felt bad. Right? And for, for you to say, for you to say about the journaling piece, just so you know, and I and I, I'll, I'll leave it alone at, at this point. But I, when I'm preparing a sermon, mm-hmm. I got five devices in front of me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got okay. my computer, iPads. Okay. I got another computer. It's just, it, yeah, because I need notes everywhere. And I need different <laughs> versions of the Bible all looking at the same time. Like, what it say? What it say? What it say? Okay. Right, type, color this, copy that, okay. snatch that, put a highlight there. <laughs> but, I think, but I think we need to know that, though, right? Yeah. It's not just it's not this just, book, right? You, you have to come prepared to learn, to receive, right? That's part of setting the atmosphere. My former partner's stop calling the Bible a book. He used to say, uh, Devon, who helped me start the radio thing, he said it's a library of books. He said, huh. stop calling it a book okay. because it's not a book. All right. It's a library of books, if you think about it. Okay. Cause every, I like that. Yeah, it's, I it's like books. And, it, and it's a life guide. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm loving these comments here. Um, hello, everybody. Malia. Now I can see the comments. Ain't Betty. <laughs> uh, I was like, where's he reading the comments at? Uh, Elect Barry, DeBerry, uh, Patricia, Felicia. Thank you all for tuning in. You know, I, I appreciate this conversation mm-hmm. um, because I, I think many people have questions about just how do you even prepare, right, to read the word, right? And, and it's not just about pulling it up on your phone or, you know, getting the book out. You need to come as if it's a, a class, right? And like you said earlier, in mm-hmm. school, this is how you, you approach, mm-hmm. right, learning something. And so you should do this the same way, even if it's your own Bible study, right? It's yeah. you and God, yeah. um, and he will reveal that to you. So I hope, I hope, right, I like this because I want us to feel like we're on the right track, right? You're mm-hmm. not doing too much, quote, unquote, Right. If you have all these different uh, commentaries, concordias, right, all mm-hmm. these things that help you better. It's for me, whatever you need. That's it. Right. Whatever you need to understand the word of God and enhance your life, do it. Right. Because those folk who, who, you know, say it don't take all of that. And they're not where you last, are. Uh, and the other thing, too, it's good to read books about the books of the Bible. So if somebody writes a book about Paul, mm-hmm. that, that, that means that person took the time to do some studying about the stuff that the mm-hmm. Bible doesn't tell us, okay. but it gives you an idea of where Paul came from. Okay. And then you get a better picture of who he was of the man okay. outside of, because we just know Paul as Saul who was going around persecuting Christians, and then he met Jesus on the Damascus Road, and that's it. We don't know about Paul's teaching. We don't know how yeah. educated yeah. Paul was. Yeah. Right? The Bible just says he was uh, he was taught at the feet of, 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 of Gamaliel, and, and, and he was an educated man. But if you read some of the books that were written about Paul, then you go, oh, wait a minute. Okay. No wonder he was, such, he was, he, he was so uh, 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 on fire for what he thought was right. So that's why when he flipped the script and started doing it for Christ, mm-hmm. he had the same type of zeal. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. We're we going to keep going here. I like this conversation. What we got? Uh, we're we going to jump right into the topic, right? Because I, I don't want to break the energy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so this was an article about why we should read self-help books. Self-help. Right, right. Well, five reasons, right, five to read it. And I, I say this is me, right? The Bible, right, is <laughs> essentially a self-help tool. Yes. Right? Okay. And so um, this, this article was re- written by 
I can't even pronounce the name. I know I'm going to jack it up, but Miss Jasmine here, uh, Otishi Jasmine, right, in uh, October 2020. And this is what she says, right? The first thing she said is five benefits, right, of reading self-help books. You interpret yourself in the world more positively. Right. When you read an inspiring book every day, you flood your brain with positive words and uplifting concepts. Making the time for this raises your vibration and keeps you in optimal condition more often than not. And when I thought about that, right, if if you tie it back into what we just said, um, you know, where it says meditate on the word day and night. Right. And and I think about um, how often I have to reflect on things that I've read to stay positive, whether that's emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I always have to reflect back on that, right? And and so I look at that as this added layer of support when you begin to read things, like the eyes are the gateway, right, to to the brain here to say, hey, it's it's tangible, right? So so I have a lot of post-its around my workspace at the house, right, just to keep reminding me of what I live for. Right. And so just understanding that the more you read something that uplifts you, the more you see a a positive or more optimistic. Right. Perspective on life. Right. And so and then it helps you understand yourself. Right. And and, and so so I I truly, you know, resonated with that particular um, benefit there. Um, So. So, yes, what that first benefit is, you interpret yourself in and the world more positively. You know, I feel like. It's not so much uh, when I've read in, in, in self-help books, and when I say self-help, this doesn't take the place of the resources you need. <laughs> okay. Also, in life, it's just something, it's an enhancement, which we're going to talk about a little later. But when I've read things, especially those things that I was going through or, you know, earlier in life, I was, may have been diagnosed with something. Mm-hmm. The more I read about it, it helped me understand me, right, in, in the hard work or, you know, how to fulfill the needs that I have. So, so those people who get, Hey, you allergic to such and such, right? That means that you have to watch the food that you eat. You have to inform people, right? Hey, listen, does this have peanuts in it? Right. That's, that's where you, you see things more positive in the sense that you know who you are. You can speak up for yourself, right. And you're not afraid to do so. So, so in that particular, that particular view, um, that's how, how this works out, right. When you better understand who you are, what your needs are and how you can, you know, or let others know that. All right. So the second thing here says that um, another benefit of reading self-help books, you're inspired to make better choices, right? And take positive actions more often. A lot of personal development books come with exercises and prompts that get you thinking about the choices you make and why you make them. An honest evaluation of your life as it frees you to make the changes you need to make while still feeling good about yourself. I will say that, that, you know, even in the realm of counseling, we, we always um, encourage people to read, right? And what, what I mean by that is, you know, read about self-esteem, read about, you know, if you, you have a clinical diagnosis, depression, read about overcoming. There are many people who are writing books, not just on their personal journey and overcoming, but they're also professionals who have experience, you know, personally as well, who are really putting, you know, good stuff into books to help you better understand, right, what choices you have, 
right? And in, in more ways of, you know, taking care of yourself. So I think that that's, that's very accurate. You're inspired to make better choices. It's almost like you, you look at like differently when you feel like you have options, right? But if you, if you don't, if you don't educate yourself on what options you have, you feel like, what's the reason, right? What's the purpose? Why should I try, right, to take care of myself? Why should I, you know, why should I change, right, if I don't have, if I don't feel like I have any choices, right? Yeah. Thinking about over there. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it, it, I, you feel like what's the point? Yes. Yeah, what's the point of it all if, yeah. if, 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 if if you're telling me there are no options or if you're giving me the impression that there are no options, then what's the point? And you, you know, my, my approach mm-hmm. to, to helping people is empowering them. Mm. Right. So, so it makes no sense for me to use this one hour, right. Helping you put stuff out on the table mm-hmm. and you just leave my office like, okay, what now? Mm-hmm. Right. There's some work I need you to put into whatever it is you discover, right, mm-hmm. in this one hour. So so I want you to go out, right, and, and submerge yourself in your community and find what works for you, which, which also includes, you know, I have people who read blogs, right, who, who, who enjoy blogging and, and because this, this makes them uh, feel like there's a value, right, somewhere in, in their life. And so when you talk about being inspired to make better choices, I don't believe in alternatives. Mm. Right. So so I, I want somebody to believe that, you know, alternative means I can't have the real thing. I can't get what I really want. Right. So so even that perspective, if no, what are your options? OK. Right. OK. To 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 select from, because nobody wants to settle or feel like, OK, because I can't have that I may as well. Right. Mm. You know, do this. And my motivation is a little bit different. So even, you know, how I speak to people about making, you know, changes, these are these are options, Mm -hmm. right? Not alternatives. Okay. So so yes, a personal development book, you know, with the exercises and prompts. A lot of people are doing um journal books now, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's just a lot that you can um understand because that gives you an insight of what other people have done doesn't necessarily mean you do a 100% like you read it, but you personalize it. Well, yeah, that's with anything. You're not supposed to, you know, the, everything can be, everything can be a template. Yes, there we go. And a yes. template just to say, give me a place to start. Yes. Give me a place to start. Nobody, you know, first of all, we're not God, so we can't make something out of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. We can't yeah. look at nothing and say something and something show up. So we have to look at, we have to have something that needs to be a base for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so you can read people's journals, you can read people's novels, you can read their self-help books, and you take them for what they are as a guide, not as a rule. Yes. Yes. Let me say that again. Yes. You take them as a guide, not as a rule. It should enhance your creativity. That's it. Right. That's it. Your, and, your freedom to right. further explore. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because then that gets into you being more aware, right, of your actions, Thanks. right, your thoughts before you take that action. And so, you know, always thinking about like, you know, sometimes, and, and I found this even with myself, I had to increase my vocabulary, mm-hmm. right, especially with feeling words, mm-hmm. right, and, and just looking at the at life and, and just 
uh, uh, being more expressive, mm-hmm. right? And so the writer goes on to say here, you can erase your negative thought processes and replace them with, you know, words of love, possibility, power, and magic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just those words alone, it's like, you know, expanding your vocabulary comes with reading more, mm-hmm. right? And then letting it resonate with you. So you, when you read something, you say, oh, wow, mm-hmm. that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so you you begin. Mm-hmm. Right. You begin to really say submerge yourself in this. And that gives that uplifts you, when, especially when you find someone that you don't have. a You don't even know them. Mm-hmm. But here you find you have a connection with them. Good. So now you don't feel alone. Right now. Now you don't you, you can't say to yourself, I'm the only one, you know, on this planet mm-hmm. going through this right now. Right. Right. And so so that comes out of right. Allowing yourself. Right. To 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 be open minded that you can get through this, like Mm -hmm. you can get through life. Right. If you just um, tap more into being connected with people's words um, in the book. All right. Um, So so am I saying Deontay? Guide, not rule. Uh, That's a good word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Uh, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I was reading with you. I I, I didn't see the comments right now. Okay, I'm, I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, so so that was number two. Number three here, right? Mm-hmm. Five benefits here to mm-hmm. read uh, self-help books. You don't improve, you expand. Mm. Right? You don't improve, you expand. And, and I like this because hmm. this is where we have a heart-to-heart dialogue uh, because I have, you know, met some people who read something and expect to get better. Mm. Right? After what they, like, immediately just because, you know, I read something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm different. So it says reading an inspiring book a day isn't to improve your life. It's to enhance your life. Mm-hmm. The whole point of personal development is to expand more of what you have, not improve on what you think you're lacking. Mm. When you approach each book as a treasure map to discover hidden knowledge, you adopt a playful, curious attitude that lets you explore each book from a grounded, expansive place. So, so for me, when you read a book, it should essentially tell you or lead you into going to get the resources you need to get better. Yeah, self-help books, yes. Right? Yes. So, so that book itself is not designed to take care of, quote, unquote, what your life is like. Again, guide you to, yeah. the, lo- to, the, to the resources. Yeah. To the locate, yes. So, so I, I, that's that's kind of where I, I, I like to interject, you know, because many people, you know, we have the internet, right? So mm-hmm. we have the Kindle and mm-hmm. you know the electronic books now, and it's like, um, I, I, I recently hear a lot of, well, I was reading this the other day, and it said, well, if you think like this, then you should be able to do this, <laughs> right? And Right. That that person feels like, well, why isn't my life right the mm-hmm. way this book says it should be, mm-hmm. right? If this is how I see myself, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So so so, it that that's when we say, hold on, okay, let's personalize this experience for you. What what do you think you need, right, to support who you're trying to be right now, right? Use that as an inspiration, not as your life blueprint. Mm-hmm. That was somebody else's blueprint, right? You need it for inspiration. You need it to help you build upon, right, what you already have. It shouldn't replace 
Right. Right. It cannot replace it because then essentially you, you're trying to, for all practical purposes, be that person. You, Does that make sense? Like you, no, no, no. you, you can become the book. It makes perfect sense. I, I, I if, if you allow me, uh, the the plane that the Wright brothers created is not what we fly on today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Yes. So we 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 saw them. You know, we saw the the, the old eight by eight by five eight eight millimeter whatever it was. Uh, video. I don't even know if that's real video or not. Because was video even created back then? I'm not even sure. But we've seen we've seen some some made up footage or whatever of what mm-hmm. that flight looked like. One brother hanging onto the wing to balance out the plane, and the other uh, one flying okay. in the cockpit. And okay. and we think about what that looked like versus what everybody else built on then. Theirs was built on propellers mm-hmm. and gas. Mm-hmm. Then we went from propellers to jets. It's still a plane. But it's different. Right. 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 We went from propellers to jet engines. We went from regular fuel to jet fuel. And then we went from flying in planes just to go from one part of the town to the next around the world. So it's 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 not to you to become the Wright brothers It's for you to become the best part of you using your imagination based off of what they started. So just because somebody just be, we can go like you were talking about food earlier, we can buy all of the healthy eating books in the world. Here to tell you, <laughs> you can start a library and say I got all these good eating, healthy smoothies, this, Beautiful that, pictures. and the third. Wonderful pictures, but ain't none of them gonna make you. Ain't none of them gonna get you to lose a pound, huh? Correct. Ain't gonna right? get you to lose a pound. You can read them all day and say, you know, this is something I, because I know I'm guilty. This is something I would eat. This look like something I would eat, and that's all I say. Yeah. This look like don't this look good? It does, don't it? And ain't nobody, ain't not one person cooked it while yeah. I go get this cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, look at how they did this. Here we go. Look at how they did this. This oven fried, this oven <laughs> supposedly fried chicken actually looks like it tastes good. Right. As I go to Popeyes and get some real fried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it 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 it, it it's only the it's only the launching point. It's not the it, it, it's not where you it's not the it's not the the it's it's the how to it's not the will to yes mm. yes yes that'll freak yes because so number four right that leads yes. into number four mm. right uh you smash through your limitations right that's what she says you smash through your limitations you start to believe you can be more do more and experience more mm. right a daily diet of inspiring words spurs you to explore what you're capable of Mm -hmm. and where your limitations are so you can smash through them. This is how you get stronger and better. You dare yourself to go where you haven't gone before so you can experience what you haven't had before. When we believe we can be more, we're poor to do and feel more. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the inspiration part of it. Go ahead. Uh, Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite books uh, is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. This book references oh. all kinds of biblical principles. Yeah. How to stop, how stop, to stop worrying, worrying and okay. start living. Okay. Because yeah. so you spend all that time looking and you don't actually live. So you think, think, about, think, yes. about, think yes. about how many ideas you have in your head that you never even take the opportunity. You never even try to bring them into fruition. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good in your head, though. It's hard work. 
right? It, it takes work to change. It takes work to be consistent, mm-hmm. right? It takes work to carry out your inspiration, right? When you say, man, I aspire, right, to do this, right? It takes or a certain level of commitment, of um, strength. Inner strength. Inner strength. It takes a, you. You have to be almost in certain areas fearless. Mm. You have to say, "I'm gonna do this, and it right. might not work, but I'm thinking it's worth the risk." Yes. Yeah. You have. You have to be. You have to be willing to take the risk, and especially when it's your deal. When it's your yeah. deal, yeah. because you can't expect other. I, 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 I heard somebody on Shark Tank. I like that show. Uh, on Shark Tank, say, I can't be more. The guy, remember? Okay, we watched the other day, and the guy was talking about, I'm coming to you all mm-hmm. because I, the black guy, yeah, he was like, he was like, I got a job, and and I can't be down at this warehouse okay. doing all this. And the sharks were like, Well, bro, this is your idea. <laughs> we, we can't run the comp- you we can't run the company for you right if this right. is really where your if this is really your passion yes then yes. you got to believe in it more than anybody else and you have to be willing to take the risk more than anybody else yes. and if nobody else shows up you got to show up and don't be afraid of the word risk don't let yeah. the word risk yes intimidate you and we do you know what I'm saying? So, ooh, what risk? Mm-hmm. I don't take risk. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, especially being, you know, in, in the mental health field, mm-hmm. like we use the word risk a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> risk mm-hmm. factors, you know, add risk and mm-hmm. uh, take risk. And it's like, okay, you see the negative or positive, right? Which, which one is it? But, but because that's what people fear, right? They fear the, the unknown of what will happen if I have this leap, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes a risk it's just a leap. Sometimes a risk is taking you out of your comfort zone. Mm. Not all the time is a risk a drastic measure. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, so like, like for me, uh, uh, I need to start working out in the morning. Amen. Right? And, and right now it's <laughs> at night. And, and <laughs> my, my fitness training, like, <laughs> you know, you need to get up and, and hit it. Amen. <laughs> and so... For me, it's like, what is it going to take for me to get that leap, right? Mm-hmm. To know that I will be okay mm-hmm. getting out to bed earlier, mm-hmm. right? And working out and I need a push, right? And But I can look at that as, oh, that's major because I haven't done it yet, right? You know, uh, um, so, so I feel like, you know, you have to like not look at risk, right? Mm-hmm. As this negative or, or this detrimental, right? Experience, right? That, that's, that you're going to embark upon. Right. So so risk is just the word. If 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 we go back to just for a moment, uh, you know, because you mentioned Bible earlier, you, you know, the, the one of the best analogies is Peter had to get out the boat. Mm-hmm. You had to take you had you had you have to be willing to get out of the boat. Yeah. So don't 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 just don't just say, oh, yeah. man, God, I know Jesus can do this and, and I know Jesus can do that. But but you got to be willing to step out. You have to be willing to say, okay, God, you put this, God, you put this vision in me. So now I have to be able to step out on faith right. not, and not, trust you. Right, not risk. Not risk. <laughs> so, see, so when you look at it right. that way, 
I'm stepping out on faith. Yes. So now it's like, I, I can do this because I believe this is what God has called me to do. And I'll be okay. And I'll be okay. And, right? and even if I stumble, because I still believe he called me to do it, it's still going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. You, you have to be okay with what the outcome mm-hmm. has the potential to be. Mm-hmm. Right, because I, I feel like sometimes we set these expectations mm-hmm. of, of what we want to see, you know, mm-hmm. uh, come out of mm-hmm. a certain thing that we do or we mm-hmm. invest in. And then when, when the expectation is not met, we say, I risked this for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or, you know, this wasn't worth it. When reality is, OK, that was the design. Right. For, mm-hmm. for it had to happen or this was the true outcome. Right. And how do you how do you embrace that? Right. So so understanding, you know, sometimes our expectations, right, mm-hmm. get the best of us where we don't even appreciate. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 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 the outcome of some of those, quote unquote, risk or leaps that we take because it wasn't drastic. Right. And mm-hmm. the, the outcome. Right. Didn't knock us off our feet. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that, you know, even even as it relates to blessings. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, no. Um, I used to. And this is an example here when people say, yeah, you know, I pray for God to bless me, you know, monetary wise. And, you know, let's just say I got a check in the mail for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> right. And then, you know, you look and you say, OK, God, I want that same blessing. Mm. And, you know, you 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 got a, a hundred dollar bonus. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Right now, God, you know, how, how, how did this person get a $10,000 check mm-hmm. right in the mail? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I asked you, mm-hmm. right. You, you only gave me a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, no, you have to appreciate, you know, how this is because there may be more for you to do. That, right. I think that that pushes you to keep going. It should push you to keep going, not expect the 10 grand. Right. But it should push you to keep going. It should push you to live within what God is calling you to do and not compare. And and, and you have to this and this. Uh, I, I, I can't remember the quote. I'm sure somebody looks it up. They can find it. But it's by Michael. Michael Jordan said it a while back. Michael Jordan said something about he missed over nine thousand shots or something like that. Right. OK. And he said I missed over nine thousand shots and he had twenty six times he missed the game winning shot. Oh, 26 times. He says, 26 times I missed the game winning shot. But he said, he said, he says, then he says, I failed over and over again, but that's why I succeeded. He learned. Because he wasn't afraid to take the game winning shot. Yeah. No more fear. Um, Please read Felicia. I know. I saw it. Felicia said, yep, I took a risk and walked four miles. The outcome was pain, Lord. (laughs) But you walked it. But you're going to feel so good if you do it again. Can I ask my question like they say on on what they like to say on Facebook back in the day or whoever the comedian was? Did you die? (laughs) But did you die? (laughs) You still here. You get used to it. I hope you can do it again, Felicia. That's awesome. Love that. I walked four miles when I was in New Orleans. Did? Yeah, okay. we, yeah, we needed to though. <laughs> right. Didn't do no good. Yeah, didn't do no good though. <laughs> oh my goodness. Walking and eating. You're right, we walking and eating. Tamales. Felicia said almost. <laughs> right, almost. You think I'm gonna die? No, but, but you got up it. though. Bye bye. Soak in some Epsom salt. 
Lavender. Ooh. Really? That is the best thing. Lost, you just went all the way over there. She lavender. said lavender. You lost your mind. Just think with Because I have that at home. That is amazing stuff. That I love pearls. therapy, yes. Because you don't know nothing. Well, hey, yeah, I don't. I don't need no lavender. What the fuck? Lavender is for rela- relaxation, relaxation and opening up, you know, yeah. especially you. With the, you know, oh, that. Purple. It's not. Okay. Okay, anyway. Go ahead. Lavender Epsom salt with a little charcoal. I love this brand. I can't even remember what I have, but mm. it's amazing. Kingsfoot. No, it's not. It's not King's. It's probably Doctor. Is it Doctor Seals or something? It's not. It's not. It's okay. Another, okay, well, we can go on. We can go. Just, uh, let's just let's just go for it. Change the whole show. Yeah, change the whole show. We're gonna talk about lavender bath salts. <laughs> oh, last one here. Last one. Last one. Last benefit here. Number five. You create personal projects. Projects that rocket your growth. You create personal projects that rocket your growth. All the positive thinking, decision-making, and better choices make you hungry for growth and excellence. You find yourself mapping out a vision for your life and crafting an action plan that gets you where you want to go. While these projects may not necessarily tie into your job or career, they address the part of you that yearns to feel vibrantly alive and fulfilled in every moment. Got it? Your personal projects, uh, you create personal projects that rocket your growth. Like, you know, it takes work to live a wholesome life, Mm -hmm. you know, and and a part of that is having what you need, right? And, And that means people, places, and things. And so, you know, you should have a library, right, of books that have been inspiring, motivating, and, and even if it's just um, to do better in a specific area of life, financially, right, spiritually, mm-hmm. heck, even sexually, right? Just just understanding that there's too much out there for you not to be able to enhance every area of your life because it should it should spark that freedom to be creative. It should spark that feeling of drive and motivation to give you options, right? on how mm-hmm. to continue to move forward, right? And therein lies in a better process for making decisions, right? Because you want to feel good about the decisions that you make in your life, right? So, so those relationships that you invest in, those jobs that you select. You know, I, I don't, for me, I, I take, uh, I don't want to say I get emotional, but like I really feel people when they say, I, I took this job, and I really didn't like it, but I took it anyway. Mm. Because I know what essentially that came to was forcing yourself to get out of bed, to go be in a place that brings your spirit so low. Mm. Right? Mm. And now that is the premise of why your life is unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. So believe it or not, you know, people do go to counseling because of unhappiness on their job. That's it. Like, how do I live with a job that's paying the bill? How do I live with a job, you know, where, where the relationships that of, with the people that I work around are poor or, or you know, they're very toxic? But I, I, got, I need to stay here because, as we just talked about, taking a risk, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to start over or I feel like, you know, if I leave here, I go to someplace worse. And that's just added stress. So you don't believe your potential. You don't believe in your potential. You don't believe that you, have, you always have options. Mm-hmm. 
especially when it comes to a job. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people limit and restrict themselves mm-hmm. that you must stay here and under no circumstances should you leave. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it is hope that, yes, you know, there are many people who have, you know, uh, either started that happy at a job and eventually just kind of dwindled, faded out, but faded away. And they, you, you have to go through your own process. Like, what is it going to take for you to leave that job? What must you do? Now, don't just walk off. Right. And and now you don't have any checks going in, mm-hmm. coming in. But you have to ask yourself, self, right, if I want to do better, if I want to be in a different environment, what is the work that I need to put in? That's where your reading comes in. At, right. That's where your assessment about, OK, if I want to work somewhere for the five, next five years, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Right. What am I willing and open to doing? If you don't know what's out there. Of course you feel stuck, mm-hmm. right? So so it helps, right? That's that diving into even to how to find your purpose in life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, your work is work and you have to find other ways to volunteer, mm-hmm. right? And that's how we've been really, you know, because the pandemic has shifted a lot of people and how they see, you know, their careers. But now your career doesn't make you, it's not who you are. There are more parts to you. Mm-hmm. So how do you tap into those other parts? Mm-hmm. Right. And so you have to know what resources that you need. But the resources only come from you doing your due diligence mm-hmm. and seeking. Right. What your life needs right now. All right. So so that's what I wanted to put out there. Right. It, it is to to understand. I'm not saying go out and buy, you know, every self-help book out there. I think you should be selective and what resonates with you. Right. Whether that be something you're going through spiritually uh, emotionally, from a mental health perspective, financially, right, you know, intimate life, right, whatever it is at this point that you want to know more about, you want to understand yourself better, not fix yourself, but understand yourself better, right, invest in the appropriate uh, uh, tools that you need, and ultimately, find someone you can share that with, right, so if that if that's your uh, a close you know, friend, if that's your, your spouse, your partner, or it may be, you know, a, a support group, a therapist. I mean, it could be anywhere on the spectrum, right, that you, you can share with someone, right, what you are uh, exposing yourself to as it relates to reading and just navigating, right, navigating life. All right? So that's that, right? I, I hope, you know, um, you find some good readings, right? You finish the books. Right. I'm not I can't really say that, you know, I read all the time. So I am searching for a good book to read to read this year, Um, you know, because all I read is. (laughs) 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 Okay. you know, so because I teach. So. Mm -hmm. um, So. So, yes, I am really searching for a good a good book. On, I, you know what I'm searching for? How to, to how to um, tie in nutrition with the Bible? Oh, for for you know, because you know I would, you know when I looked this up. What does the Bible say about dieting? You know that scripture about your body is a is a temple. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I get that, mm-hmm. but you know my temple has expanded. <laughs> so I'm trying to shrink the temple. <laughs> oh, 
She's, she's on a short sale of a temple. She's trying to go from a mega church to a storefront. Right. Nah, that's funny. <laughs> yes. You know, so so I hope uh, I tried to look for some, I think last month when, when I started the fitness program, but, mm. you know, because I feel like that, that goes, <laughs> that all plays a part, mm. you know, in your motivation and just overall wellness is really, you know, um, being, being well. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was looking for. Yeah, if you could check your monitor. Check my monitor here. Yeah. Uh, oh, Felicia, did you find any info on the question I asked a couple of weeks ago about Mark three and three narcissistic no contact? <clears throat> Can you pull up Mark three and three for me? Read, daughter. There's <laughs> <laughs> some. <laughs> so, Felicia. Let me fix this real quick. Hold on. La- last week, um. I was thinking about that when you posted it. Um, I'm, if you can share a little bit more when, about when you say no contact. You can always call in, Felicia, and talk. It's easier oh, versus typing. 323-870. Mark 3 and 3? Yeah, Mark 3 and 3. And Felicia, yeah, I was, I was, uh, thinking, of, I was thinking about that last week during the show because um, you mentioned being in that group you were in. Mark Three and three. Narcissistic, not no contact. So in the contact, I know you added no contact with family, right? If if my memory serves me right, the no contact was with family. Mark three and three says, <laughs> and he says unto the Mark three and three. If she has three and three. Okay, now Mark three and thirty-three. Just making sure. Mark three and three says, and he said unto the man which had the withered hand, stand forth. That's why I'm asking. So get y'all okay. verses right. Okay. Well, if, if Felicia turns <laughs> back in here, Mark 3 and 3. Oh, okay. It may, the, the, it may be off. She says she's on the phone right now. Oh, okay. 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 Well, yeah, 33. 3 and 33. 3 and 33. Thank you so very kindly. <laughs> I only could go, you know, I'm just trying to do what the people say, you know. 3 and 33 says, oh, and he answered them saying, who is my mother or brethren? Oh, because we were talking about, okay, we got to read the whole thing. So there came his brethren and his mother and standing without sent unto him calling him. And the multitude sat about him and they said unto him, behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them saying, who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked around about on them, which sat about him and said, behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. That's the all of it in context. Because okay. you just can't read the one scripture. But I'm trying to remember the context of her question. I do kind of remember it. Um, she, she, I know she, she said that it was uh, someone who, I'm just going to say, was diagnosed, was diagnosed with narcissism. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, there was no contact with a narcissistic mother now um is that because that person has decided to disconnect mm-hmm. from them and sit because of that um now as it relates to mark 3 and 33 yeah so see if you i'll, I'll read the message bible okay <clears throat> so there was a uh, so I go to verse 28 and I read the message Bible. All right. It says, listen to this carefully. I'm warning you, there's nothing done or said that can't be forgiven. But if you persist in your slanders against God's Holy Spirit, you are repudiating the very one who forgives, sawing off the branch of which you're, you're sitting, 
severing by your own pers- um, perversity all connection with the one who forgives. He gave this warning because they were accusing him of being in league with evil. Then it says Jesus' mother and brothers come. Verse 31 32. Just then his mother and brothers showed up standing outside. They relayed a message that they wanted a word with him. He was surrounded by the crowd, and when he was given the message, your mother and brothers and sisters are outside looking for you, Jesus responded, who do you think are my mother and brothers? Looking around and taking in everyone seated around him, he said, right here in front of you, my mother, my brother, obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Hmm. That's deep. <laughs> so, so, okay. so, 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 Felicia, go, she says, yes, the person in the group referenced this scripture with getting away from a toxic family. Yes. And that's okay. Okay. And that's absolutely okay. Because I, the Bible is absolutely correct. The obedience is thicker than blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I guess what I get from <clears throat> that then is if, if it's revealed to you, right, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit reveals, okay, you need to stay away from, right, mm-hmm. these people or this person to ensure you don't jeopardize your relationship with me, mm-hmm. right, then you're being obedient. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? That's kind of what I got from that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, will God ever reveal to you to leave your family to pursue him, mm. right, because they, they are a hindrance or a barrier, right, to you staying you know, with heck say, well, he, he, you know, he has said, you know, take up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. Lead that stuff back where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That don't mean you don't love him. Yeah. That, I think that's what we're getting at, Felicia. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you yeah. don't love him. It just simply means, you know, for what I have for you to do, um, if you stay there under that, it will, it, 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 it's going to hinder what I have for right. you. Right. And, and I, I visualize that, right. It, a lot happens just what we've talked about in the past few months and, and just kind of flowing out with, um, you know, when you're around people who do things, right, to intentionally abuse, misuse, mistreat you, mm-hmm. you tend to fight back. Yeah. Right? So you're not actually then walking in the, his will, right, because you may be, very well turn into matching mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I feel like, you know, you have to do what's best for you to make sure you don't catch a case, right? Absolutely. To make sure you don't continuously curse a person out or intentionally hurt them. Sometimes you can hurt a person, right? Mm-hmm. When they become so, you know, um, violating your personal space. Yep. I just can think of so many things where we, we think about inconsiderate people who, who intentionally try to, you know, sabotage, right? Yes. Life. I, I do not say continue to, that's why we tell people, to get out, out of toxic relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You, you shouldn't live in, mm-hmm. right, a, a toxic situation. Mm-hmm. And that, 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 that doesn't matter what the kinship is either. No. Right? It because, doesn't matter. Because both people have to be on the same page of growing and maturing. And I think about it, and I know, you know, we're we wrapping it up here. I think about, you know, Kirk Franklin's situation, mm. right? That, that's a good example to say that there's only so much that they can do together right mm-hmm. before they have to go to their separate corners and essentially uh, uh god right has to be in front of this thing for them because too much time spent together and i dare not say in the same space mm-hmm. could really turn into something right that that you know would cost both of them you know what i'm saying so you have to let people 
be who they are until they are ready to change. And that may never happen, right? So you have to be okay with, we may never be in relationship like I want us to be, but I have to be okay with that because I know if I force it, right, then we don't know what to come or what these outcomes, what tragic outcomes could, could, could happen thereafter. If there is a, if you're in a laboratory and someone drops a vial of something toxic, everybody needs to leave the room, right? Yeah, yeah. You and that toxicity yeah. cannot be in the room together. Right. Yes. So. Right. So. So. If 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 for no other reason than to save your own life. Mm. Mm. When you know something is toxic, you have to stay away from. When you know the 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 that there is that that the energy is so off the chain, whether it be yeah negative yeah. or whatever, yeah. you need to understand that. I, I think I, I don't know why, but it just came to my mind. Uh, the movie. What's the movie with Will Smith and uh, and he's the, the the superhero. Oh, Hancock. Yeah. So the chemistry with him and Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. They were they were they were the curse was that they could never be together. They could do great things. Yeah. Separate. Yes, I remember that. They could still love each other, but separately. So we, I can do what I'm going to do on this side of the planet. You do what you do on that side of the planet. But if we come together, all hell breaks loose. Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there are some relationships. Yeah. And there yeah. are some people who you have to say, you know, that's why I tell people all the time around holidays, I'm good for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. There ain't going to be no habit now. I ain't coming every week. I ain't coming back here every week. Because see, when you do that, you 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 know, just like it's just like if you go home and you and it's like here's the difference. If you're in the house, y'all know my mind goes crazy with analogies and illustrations. If you're in the house and you turn your stove on, the eye on the gas, but it doesn't come on because the pilot light is out. Mm, okay. You're in the house. You don't smell the gas. Right. But if I come in, I smell the gas. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So so at the same time, we both need to get the hell out. Now, it would be wrong for me to sit in here and say, well, you know, I smell it, but eventually it'll just go away instead of trying to figure out that it, ain't gonna, that it don't make sense. So, you, so, so we have to be okay with uh, uh, um, not putting ourselves in harm's way, thinking that, that this acid that was spilled ain't mm-hmm. going to spill. Yeah. 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 Felicia says, I know this is hard for her because this is not taught in church mm-hmm. and she wants to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I had to ask because I didn't even understand that scripture. I think you broke it down pretty well there. Um, you know, what, what, you know, what the content was. And, well, bless the Lord. And every, and, and I, so, so you can send my tithe. My, my, my pastor has, has always talked about leaving folk alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's right. Like back in the day, it was no, you know, the other scripture, you know, you need to talk it out. Honor your mother and your father and your days will be long. Ain't nobody dishonoring them. But if I know my mama is is crazy or my mama keeps up mess, I ain't ain't finna be where she at. 
or you you have to put that in perspective, right? Like like you said, we we can only hold a conversation in this way, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can you in know in this setting. Co- correct. I think you you have to you have to acknowledge what it is and not try to force something. Like I hear a lot of people say, you know, I wish I could you know talk to my mom in a certain way, or in in it's not necessarily you guys' personality. That's mm-hmm. not a letdown, right? Mm-hmm. But don't no don't put your mom in a position where you know you you confide something to her. She say, baby, get over it. Right now you mad at her because you feel like oh she doesn't listen to me and this that and the other. It's like no, she 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 probably overcame some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, to say, okay, you can get up and dust yourself off. You don't need to do all that. So I feel like, you know, take take the value out of right that 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 um what your expectations are, mm-hmm. but take the value out of what you do have, right? Stop yeah. stop putting people in positions, right, that they don't fit into. Mm-hmm. And stop putting yourself in a position that you know you don't fit into. Yeah. Yeah. You you yeah. you're a whole square peg. That circle ain't gonna work. Whole square peg. Lisa, we're ended like this. I do understand this scripture. Do not provoke your children to wrath. That's it. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Which means that it was happening back then and they had to address it. So, Come on. So we know there is a such thing, right? So it is more than us. Right? That, that there is such thing provoking your kids to wrath. Mm-hmm. Now how you go about not doing that Right, it's between you and God. Right, right. Cause he didn't say don't disappear. What he say? All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll come back in next week.